you've reached Mud Hut. Welcome. You can find me on Instagram at ASHADC or at Instagram, Twitter even, at ASHADC1. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. of the music you will hear in today's episode may not be on other platforms but if you go onto the Anchor FM platform depending on what iOS system you have and if you go into the Spotify platform I know not everybody has Spotify you will hear the tunes if you don't have any of those platforms it will just go blank and then you'll just hear me talking about the tunes um so it's just the way copyright works and it's available very short clips uh, which is all the um, website is allowed to use so um, that's why it sort of is quite abrupt when a song ends I hope uh, that is clear thanks for listening transits on the 29th of July 2019 here on a Monday in the United Kingdom we have the sun in Leo moon in Gemini Mercury in retrograde cancer Venus in Leo Mars in Leo Jupiter in retrograde Sagittarius Saturn in retrograde Capricorn, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in retrograde Pisces, Pluto in retrograde Capricorn, Chiron in retrograde Aries, True Node in Cancer and True Lilith in retrograde Pisces. (coughs) Excuse me. So we have the Sun in Leo and the Moon, well I think the Moon is going to be more because this is the American um, transits I'm reading from UT time. Greenwich Mean Time, I would say we're far seven to eight hours ahead, so the moon is in between at least Gemini and Cancer. And Leo, so that that energy will go on through till the 29th, 30th, and I think January has 31 days. The next three days, the moon will be in Cancer, which is where the moon likes to be in because it's comfy, it's cosy, it's warm, it's homely, it gives light in the dark, it's a a comfort. And then with juxtaposed with sun in Leo, it's come on, let's get doing, let's maybe have excitement and, and activate drama and activate you activate something into something there's an activation there with that energy and if you know anyone with uh sun in leo moon in cancer which i do my eldest niece she she is quite that energy where you know there's lots of action and then sometimes retraction and wanting to be in the comfort zone which is which is a beautiful energy because there's a nice healthy balance there um I woke up this morning, I feel like it's a really beautiful day. It's Monday, and I usually don't like Mondays, not to be like Bob Geldof, 
um, and the late. Well, actually, it was written about the, the young girl in Australia. Was it Australia or in America? And she shot all those children in the playground because she said she was bored. She's actually, if you go on Netflix, I think there's a Netflix series about her or, or on YouTube. And um, she's still in prison. Um, anyways, yeah, that's what that song was about. I don't like Mondays. And uh, I digress, as usual. But it's, the energy today is active. It, it also is homely. And um, but it, I genuinely feel it's going to be a good day. Um, but try not to stress out too much with the negative uh, energies from others as I feel like it also can be a trigger day with the sun there in Leo um, and the Venus in Leo and Mars in Leo. So there's a lot of Leo energy, a lot of a lot of active, a lot of activation. So um, <laughs> um, just realise that uh, it, it's, it's the energies at the moment that's quite strong. Since my last episode, and between now and the last episode, uh, on the 27th of July, it was reported that an asteroid, asteroid, I wanted to say asteroid, (laughs) my my communication is still stuck in Mercury retrograde right now, Um, an asteroid got scarily close to Earth on the uh, 26th of July, and astronomers didn't know about it until just days away. Um, that is a great example of Mercury retrograde and missing things and and getting them lastminute.com and seeing it through. Um, evident, evidently, the um, asteroid was wider than the Statue of Liberty um, and relatively small compared to the six-mile rock six-mile-wide rock that hit modern-day Mexico and wiped out the dinosaurs 66 million years ago. NASA apparently tracks about 90% of those types of big asteroids. Um, I think that's something that um, became evident to me when I started listening to Graham Hancock and the, the concept of the fact that we're constantly missing asteroids and potentially one could hit our planet which is like you know something that we try not to think about um but yeah no these these are all nature's catastrophes potentially occurring so that uh, that my message at the end of that sentence would be to just enjoy every single day and take it as a blessing because it is a blessing to be alive and Yay, there's sunshine. Make hay while the sun shines. Hi, I'm Mandy. Fly me. It's a great song by 10CC. The thing I love about 10cc is that they were allowed to, in that time and space with all the technology that was available to them, really experiment with sound and the breathy vocals in I'm Not In Love and I'm Mandy Fly Me and the kind of like hypnotic ethereal vibration that you get was 
found through lots of experimental, real to real. I love that I saw an um, a uh, what's the name a documentary about how that they how they uh, got the voices together and layered track upon track upon track to get that kind of like airy mystical voice uh, vocal in the background it, it sounds like it would be really easy to do today but back then it was really difficult and um, this era just is it, it it makes me feel and think of Lennon and McCartney with Let It Be album and um, or like you know the later Beatles where they got a bit more psychedelic and um, I, I, I can, you know like how Jeff Lynne kind of has that um that quality in his work as well. I found a website with um, lots of old films on it and caught up with films that I hadn't seen for, for maybe 30 years. And um, I started off watching a film starring Felicity Kendall in 1965 called... Oh my God, my brain is not working today. (laughs) It's called Shakespeare Waller and it stars her mother and her father and her sister and and evidently they were as part, they were part of an acting troupe around India in the 50s and 60s. And, And it's super sad for me because I used to watch this I've watched this film with my whole family and my mum and dad and they loved it so much and it kind of reminds me of my relationship with my family and parents and the lovingness between them and the hardship and the difficulties of coming of age and being from two great worlds India and the United Kingdom and it's just a beautiful film. And then I went on to find that they had um, another film starring her sister, um, Jennifer Kendall, uh, and that was called Bombay Talking. And that film was this time filmed in colour. And uh, it's an amazing sort of transference from the black and white film that her sister previously... I think they only filmed it in black and white because it was cheaper um, for the budget for um, for them to film. But then in nine... I think it cost quite a lot of money for them back in those days but so it's just incredible how much films cost really um and then I watched a film that I haven't watched in years and I've been meaning to try and either get it on dvd or find it because I I really miss the energy of that film and it's entertaining Mr Sloan starring Beryl Reed and Peter McKinnery and um just a, a plethora of fantastic acting and actors um, in Peckham or Campbellwell in a church that I really, really want to go and visit just to see the, the set, to see the, the building that they filmed, the whole fil- the, the graveyard that they filmed it in because it just seems like a really interesting place and I love the vibration and feel from that area, from that film. And um, I just never realised how perfect Peter McHenry was and, and how... This is before punk, this is before, you know... Um, this look really, really took off in the late 70s, and this was 6970. Um, so it's way, way, way ahead of its time, and the, the, the contents is just perfect. It's captured the English mindset so brilliantly, and the time so brilliantly. Um, 
I love it so much. I can only recommend if you can watch Entertaining Mr. Slow or any of those films by the Merchant Ivory production starring Felicity Kendall and her family. I thoroughly recommend it. And that was my film for the for the week. Film review. <laughs> Andrew Gold there with Never Let Her Slip Away. Uh, He's a Leo as well and he also did a song called Lonely Boy which one of my brothers used to play again and again and again and again and uh, we bought the seven inch record. When I say we, I must have been like tiny so we all must have gone over to the shops and bought them together because it was quite an odd, a happy thing to go to the shops and uh, th- these were sweet shops where you used to get the vinyl which was on the counter and then you could flick through the top 40 <laughs> and then also you could get records at uh, Woolworths um, but my brother used to play um, Lonely Boy and then we used to basically, and that, I think that that really did sum up because he was quite different to us being um very different energies to he doesn't have the Taurus energy like me and my three other siblings either rising or moon um but yeah that's uh Andrew Gould who just looking at his chart is sun in Leo moon in Leo Mercury in Virgo Venus in Virgo and it really does show in his if you see any photographs of him in the 70s he's definitely sun in Leo um I do love this era of music We see this week the end of Mercury retrograde as that comes to an end on August the 2nd. In 2019, Mercury has and will be in retrograde three times during the ranges of March to August and October to November the 20th. So I expect by the end of the week, I feel that energies will be less difficult communication wise and a little bit more suddenly direct and forward and forward thinking and doing so that be that feeling of change and transition so that's something to look forward to Mercury going back direct and forward after being in retrograde for the past three weeks um I wonder if anyone notices. I mean, Mercury retrograde, as usual. I was just listening to back to the last exit and end intro of um, what I was talking about, and Andrew Gold, and I was calling him Andrew Gould because in my mind I was thinking there is a connection between Andrew Gold and Graham Gould. Is it Graham Gould from Ten CC? Um, one of the guys from Ten CC. Um, as the, I think they worked together at some point. At first, I was thinking, hmm. And then it's funny how it comes out in my. <laughs> That's it. He worked. He um. They did. They worked in wax, um, with Graham Goldman. That's why that was coming out. It was like I knew subconsciously I was thinking about Ten CC and the correlation between Andrew Gold. It's funny how my mind works. I 
always start my episodes off really froggy voiced. Anyone that knows me knows that my throat is very closed in the morning and it takes about two cups of tea for me to really get that voice going in the morning. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I hope you have a lovely, lovely day today. Uh, It's a Monday. We're ending... July this week. It's been a great July. It's been in Mercury retrograde for three whole weeks. I hope everyone has come out of it feeling, you know what, it's only a short amount of time that communications can be disturbed this way and things will go direct soon. And I hope you vaguely notice the difference. Have a great day.